Hey, I'm Duan Hill, and you're listening to my new podcast, Hey Wise Guys, ideas for creatives about what matters most. Well, welcome to my very first podcast. Wow. Here we go. It's the maiden voyage, and we're jumping in, sink or swim. And uh, you know what? I think it's good to... To try things you've never done before and to face the fears and insecurities of doing something brand new. Um, and that's what I want to talk about today. Uh, this season of podcast is called Choose Your Adventure. And uh, the title of this podcast today is The Best Choice I've Ever Made. We're going to talk about decisions and choices and some of the challenges I've faced when making some of the biggest decisions of my life and how I am making this particular decision every single day. Also, I'm going to be featuring one of my favorite songwriters who happens to be uh, one of my closest friends as well. So stick around for that and stay tuned for a fun giveaway we'll do at the very end. All right, let's jump in. So let's start with a story. If you don't know much about me, I consider myself to be a pretty creative person. And uh, by creative, I mean indecisive. (laughs) Uh, And that's not to say that everybody who's creative is indecisive, but I have, in my creative journey, realized that it's difficult for me to make concrete decisions. Um, I like to explore options. I like to see how many options are available to me in a particular project. Um, I like to know every avenue and go down every opportunity to its final destination to see where I'll end up. And it makes for some great adventures. It makes for some great stories. But it doesn't really lend itself to making big or quick decisions. And that's something I'm working on. Um, but, you know, as I started preparing for this podcast, I thought about a couple stories that um, I've experienced that have actually taught me how to make better decisions um, and how to make decisions that I don't regret and decisions that don't cause as much anxiety in my life. Um, I'm going to talk about more of those stories in the following episodes, but one story stands out that seems to really uh, apply to this. I and my wife uh, had two cars. We're blessed and thankful to have two vehicles to shuttle our family around. Uh, But unfortunately, recently, both vehicles just died on us in various ways. I mean, the back door of my SUV wasn't working along with the child lock. And soon after that, the radiator went out in that same SUV. And throughout the summer, the AC in my other vehicle went out. Uh, Of course, it seemed to be the hottest summer ever in Nashville. And with a baby and a toddler, um, that just was not going to work. And it kind of left my wife and I at a critical decision of what we wanted to do. Uh, Not only did our two cars kind of go out on us, we also wanted to plan for the future and not just buy a new car. We didn't want a large monthly payment. Uh, So we knew we wanted to buy a used car, but we also wanted something that was dependable, something that wouldn't leave us on the side of the road, which has happened in past vehicles that we bought. um, Yeah, you just never know what you're going to get. So it was hard for me. Um, 
I spent hours and hours on websites and Google searches and asking friends and family which car to buy. And it was really difficult for me to settle on which car to buy for my family. I was concerned about the price. I was concerned about safety features. I was concerned about how expensive repairs would be. I was concerned about gas. Uh, I mean, and like I said, because I'm naturally creative and I naturally like to explore options, I explored all of them. <laughs> and um, it's really similar, actually, to starting this podcast. You know, putting myself out there starting a podcast kind of brought up similar feelings of, you know, is this going to be successful? How long am I going to be able to do this? Um, is anybody going to want to listen to it? Um, and I realized that there was a breakdown between some of the very basic things that I believe and some of the very basic instincts that I have, those things weren't connecting to the everyday decisions that I had to make for my career, for my family, for my calling, um, and just for dreams and visions and passions. And it wasn't until I started applying some of these very basic principles, some of these very basic but eternal perspectives to these everyday problems that I started to realize that I had all the tools and all of the resources that I need, but I just didn't have the connection that I was looking for. So that's what we're going to talk about today. You know, I think all of us face hard decisions, big and small, from what clothes to wear today to, like in my situation, which car to buy or which job to choose um, which stock to invest in, which church to go to. I mean, pretty much every day is full of large and big decisions. And I think it's important for us to realize that if we don't address what is going on inside of us as we face these decisions, especially as creative people and creative people like me who like to explore every single option, I don't think we realize how much could be building up in our hearts and in our minds that is negatively affecting our daily life. Things like anxiety and fear and shame and guilt, uh, things that are easily kind of shoved in the closet or shoved under a rug to be dealt with later, but are still very present in our everyday decisions. So I want to highlight one of these areas that I'm still working on, but I have gained victory in in helping me to make uh, better decisions on a daily basis. And that area is called fear. And maybe you've heard or studied about fear, and maybe you have a lot of information about how to deal with it, but I just recently in the past maybe three or four years um, have gotten some amazing training and some amazing insight on how to conquer fear in order to make better decisions. And one of the first things I learned is that fear is not always necessarily a negative thing. I know that sounds crazy. <laughs> you know, anytime someone says I'm scared or I'm afraid, that's usually alongside of a negative emotion or a negative thought or a negative experience. And I would have thought the same thing until recently. Uh, actually, thanks to my amazing sister-in-law, <laughs> she uh, and my wife are trained 
in counseling and how to handle emotions. And she told me about this author, uh, this professional counselor and leader named Chip Dodd, who teaches about the powerful emotions that we have and how they can be swayed toward positive things or negative things. And I was so appreciative to hear about this viewpoint because it resonated with what I believe about wisdom. Uh, This podcast is called Hey Wise Guys. And the reason why I called it that is because wisdom has really been the pivotal gift and resource that I have received that has allowed me to discern and to choose well. For example, fear can be categorized in two ways. Let's call one way caution. You know, caution gives respect to danger. You know, we have an inborn caution toward dangerous animals, toward dangerous situations, Um, toward even dangerous people. (laughs) Um, We are cautious when it comes to a situation that could do us harm. And that's a healthy fear. Um, Also, you know, scripture talks about that we should fear the Lord. You know, it's a kind of respect. It's a kind of awe that allows us to approach God or even uh, an authority figure in our lives with the kind of respect that they deserve in order to be successful in our relationship with them. So that's the positive kind of fear. But there's a negative kind of fear that I really want to highlight that is actually paralyzing and crippling to a healthy decision-making process. And this is what wisdom does. Wisdom doesn't throw out the negative and it doesn't embellish the positive. It simply discerns the difference and teaches us how to use both of them to grow as individual people. So you may be wondering, how do I know the difference between the healthy, cautious, respectful fear that I experience between the unhealthy, paralyzing, crippling version of fear? And I have some ideas. For example, one of the common ways that fear exposes itself in our lives is through the common question, what if? And you probably thought about this question, but maybe you didn't realize that the question actually is a crossroads between whether or not caution is in practice or crippling fear is active in your life. For example, when I was thinking about this car situation, thoughts crossed my mind like, what if the car breaks down? Or, What if I find a better deal the next day? (laughs) Or what if I want a different color in three months? Or what if there's a recall that happens as soon as I buy it that I can't use to repair my car? You know, these questions that I may never verbalize uh, are still swimming around in my head and my heart, making it difficult to make a decision. But here is where wisdom steps in and helps us out. So instead of me asking fearful questions in the sense of what if blank happens and being afraid of that scenario, caution says, even if blank happens, I'm going to be okay. I mean, it's a very slight difference, but let's apply it to this podcast, for example. You know, putting myself out there is one of the hardest things 
I've ever done. You know, uh, I've played music my whole life. I've been on many stages, played many shows, and I know what it's like to be in front of people. But usually that performance is tied to someone else's dream and someone else's vision. It's a completely different thing to put yourself out there and to ask people to be involved in something that you're passionate about. So these are the thoughts that went through my mind, just like when I was trying to buy a car. These thoughts came in my mind when I thought about working on new music or when I'm thinking about doing a podcast. You know, the what if questions are, what if no one cares <laughs> about the podcast? What if no one listens? What if no one is helped by it? What if everyone thinks that it's a bad idea? You know, that that's not a good feeling. That's a fear that is crippling because it keeps you from moving forward in something that you're excited about. But instead, wisdom has taught me that I can state even if statements. Instead of asking what if and being anxious and fearful about the unknown future, I can actually state even if statements. For example, with the car that I was purchasing, granted, I do research I check up on manufacturer quality. You know, I ask advice on which car to buy. After I go through that whole process, at some point, I have to be able to confidently say, even if this car breaks down the day after I buy it, I believe I made a good decision. Even if this podcast doesn't reach a million people, (laughs) I have to do it because it's something that I feel called to do. You see the difference in that? It translates in your mind differently when you, first of all, are willing to push past the fear and the paralyzing fear of what if and accept the cautionary fear of even if. Now, here are some other examples. You know, a lot of times creatives don't do things because they have different types of negative fear. One of those being the fear of embarrassment. You know, what if what I'm doing is not going to be good enough? It's going to bring shame to me or to my family. And nobody wants that. You know, another fear is the fear of the future. You know, what if things don't turn out well? What if something bad happens? Again, those things cripple the project and the process you're trying to accomplish. But here's the one I want to talk most about today. It's the fear of surrender. The fear of surrender. And the reason why this one is important to me in this episode is because it's connected to the best decision I've ever made. Yes, I haven't forgot. (laughs) We're talking about the best decision I've ever made. One of the most difficult things to do is to give up control and to give up power. But it's also one of the most powerful things you can do to give up control and to give up power, especially and most importantly, when you give up that control and you give up that power to someone who loves you more than you can imagine. Man, it's a powerful thing. It's the best thing to trust someone with the project in your hand, to trust someone enough to collaborate with an idea you care about, and to trust someone with your very life. That's why marriage is such an awesome institution. That's why church is such an awesome community. 
And most importantly, that's why my relationship with God is the foundation of my life. So the best decision I have ever made was my decision and is still my decision to follow Jesus. And here's why. It might come off initially as detached from my everyday decisions. You know, following Jesus may seem like a super spiritual statement. Um, It may seem specific to uh, a church setting or a small group, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about my decision to follow Jesus is the culminating victory over fear. Do you see how that works? See, the biggest thing I had to get over when I said yes to following Jesus was the fear of surrender. And here's how I know, because when I was faced with that decision, even at a young age and still today, when I have to re up my commitment to Jesus, I ask the same questions. What if something bad happens? What if I give control to Jesus and he takes advantage of me? What if he doesn't come through for me when I need him most? What if I give him my strength and he abuses me? I mean, these are really important questions, but if they're not rooted in positive respect of who Jesus is, then it turns into a negative decision. And here's what I've learned about how to approach my relationship with Jesus and how to follow him. I'm learning to state more even if statements. For example, even if something bad happens in my life, I believe and I choose to follow Jesus. Even if things don't turn out the way that I want them to, or this project isn't completed the way that I think it should be, or this relationship doesn't work out, even if those things transpire, I still believe that following Jesus is the best option. And here's why it's very simple. You know, The reason why I can put my trust in Jesus and stand against the fear of surrender to him is because I believe that he cares about me more than I even care about him. (laughs) It's because his love for me and his care for me is so much greater than anything that I could manufacture on my own. He cares more about my creativity than I do. He wants me to succeed more than I want to succeed. And his care and his intention in my life, and most importantly, his love for me as a person, is what drives away the fear in my life. I mean, the scripture says it very plainly that perfect love, which only comes from God, his perfect love, the love of Jesus, drives out, casts out all fear. And I think that's a powerful reminder when I'm facing which car to buy, (laughs) how to release a podcast, how to decide which job to take, how to support a friend in mourning. It's the love of Jesus that gives me the power and the ability to discern the difference, to use wisdom and to see the difference between a what if question and an even if statement. I want to read this quote by Chip Dodd because I think it's so great and applies to what we're talking about here. 
Wisdom begins its creation through fear. Fear offers us the chance to decide or discern which direction to go. Fear makes us face ourselves and reveals our neediness. Healthy fear leads me into relationship because it helps me recognize that I am not enough. I need others. Man, that's a really great way to summarize this episode. Wisdom gives us the ability to discern between two things, and in this case, caution and crippling fear. And in this case, between healthy and unhealthy fear. So what's the best decision I've ever made? It's my decision to follow Jesus. And yes, he chose me first. He picked me. He called me. But when I heard his voice and I said yes to him, I also I also started learning how to use wisdom and discern between what is right and wrong. And I also learned that he gives me the blueprint for conquering the negative fear in my life. Following Jesus frees us to be creative because we can focus on possibilities and our potential. My identity is in the affirmation that I get from Jesus and my relationship with him on a daily basis. And from that relationship, I was able to make a prayerful, intelligent decision on which car to to buy. And we were able to get a minivan, which I love now. It's got power doors and a DVD player, room for six or seven people. I mean, it's a party wagon. I mean, it's great. It may seem like a small, insignificant decision to some of y'all, but I really took it as an opportunity to practice pushing past the fear of embarrassment, pushing past the fear of the future, pushing past the fear of surrender. And as I surrender my life to Jesus, as I give him every worry and anxiety about the future, And as I get my affirmation from him and not from the perception of other people, man, my creativity, my inspiration goes through the roof. And I'm so grateful for that. So I want to encourage you, if you haven't decided to follow Jesus or if you have and need help surrendering those decisions to him, contact me. I'd love to talk about it. Hey, before you go. I want to introduce you to my friend Alvin Love. He's an amazing and one of my favorite songwriters. And he's got a new song out called Hold Tight. It's about dreaming for big things but not really being sure how you're going to get there and holding on to faith and inspiration and holding on to Jesus more specifically and uh, it's an awesome song I love it and I hope you can check it out Alvin Love, Hold Tight Thank you thank you so much for listening to my first episode of Hey Wise Guys I hope you enjoyed it, I hope you got to glean some wisdom and receive some things that'll help you out in your decision making process and I hope your adventure 
and choosing your adventure will continue to grow and be successful for you. Hey, before you go, do me a favor and subscribe to this podcast and share it with a friend. Um, and I'm going to add a little bonus. If you share and subscribe, if you do both of those things, you will be entered to win a special dinner for two. That means you and a guest of your choice to your favorite restaurant. I'm happy to do that for you in exchange for sharing and subscribing to this podcast. All you got to do is tag me in the post that you create and let me know that you subscribed and I'll enter you in the contest. Thank you so much. I'll see you next time.